Hi. Welcome to the Magic Mom Jeans podcast. We're happy you're here. You I'm Shelby. Great introduction voice. I'm Nicole. You're very professional. Continue on. Well, thank you. I did do a radio ad once. Oh. I was in high school, but I did a radio ad once. I forgot that you did that. That was exciting. This is basically me getting to like relive my live stream from when I was 15 years old. Nice. I like it. So let's hope it doesn't flop. Woo! Yay! I told mom that we were doing a podcast and she goes, I want to do a podcast. And I was like, well, I could help you do that. Would you be interested in me helping you do that? What would you like to do it about? And she goes, I don't know. And I was like, well, I think it's a good idea to have a topic picked out and then I will help you with your podcast. I mean, there are markets for that though. There are, there are tons, (laughs) there are tons of podcasts out there about absolutely nothing. I Um, think this is not one of those. And also one of those at the same time. Exactly. I think she should just do grandma recordings and then her number one fan who is my son and her second number one fan who is your daughter will just carry us through any form of audience needs because the other day I found an entire podcast playlist on Spotify that is just a mother reading um, children's books to her son and like you can hear the child's excitement in the background so it's not even like professionally produced or anything and it has thousands and thousands of listens and we're at least a hundred of them because she happens to read all of the little blue truck books in a row in the order they were written so you can basically go through all the holidays together wow you're gonna have to send me that because it's how it's how we go to the grocery store now there you go i love that your toddler will let you put headphones on her mine is morally offended by headphones and thus a lot of times I'm just like, well, we're going to listen to Encanto because that doesn't drive me as crazy as some of the other things. I don't think she knows their headphones. They're one of those headbands that has the headphones built in. So that is I think true. she thinks she's wearing a bow on her head and that everybody else can hear what she's listening to. Oh. And well, we useful. reinforce that delusion by dancing when she starts to dance. I need to figure out if there is a fuzzy hat headphone. Because oh, then there definitely is. There's fr- there's, there's one that hat. would fit you. You could wear a beanie around your house with, with headphones. Oh, that's in it. right. That's right. Rory has one of those. She's 19 and lives her best life with uh, her headphones as she walks across campus. And I asked her if I could say her in the podcast, and she said yes. Well, that's good. Go All team. All right. So let's do the breakdown of who the people are in your life. Um. Okay. There's me. And my husband, obviously me. I am in my own life. Thank you. I am in my life and I have a belly button. I um, like to think that I'm important <laughs> to I myself. Am important. I am the cruise line activities director of my family. Um, my husband is the captain of the ship, which means that he's on the bridge of the cruise liner and you never see him. And he does nothing but make weird announcements throughout the day. What a and then, analogy. Yeah. And then Rory is um, at college, which means she's one of our like ports that we visit occasionally. And she comes home. So it's like you step off 
in the Bahamas and you're like, wow, I wish I lived in the Bahamas. And then you're like, wait, never mind. Um, and because and she's then, Gen Z, every conversation with her really is a trip. It is. It is. And, in and the some best of them, possible way. <laughs> I was about to say, and some of them are a trip because they're so normal. And then other times she says something as like a story and I'm like, wow, I thought that was going to go somewhere else. So that's exciting. And then we have a five and a half year old who is my stepson. So he, I like to picture him on the cruise. He's like the, um, the waiter <laughs> who just comes by and gives you anything you want or things that you don't want. And you just accept them. And that is, that's his entire personality. And then I have a year old, almost two year old. He can say two and hold his fingers up. Um, 20 months. We it's calculated 20 months. it's 20 months last night. Um, and he is uh, every single passenger on the cruise at once. <laughs> every single passenger. Every single one. one of them. And he eats enough snacks for every single passenger on the cruise Only ship as well. Only if the snacks are cheese adjacent. Only if the snacks are cheese adjacent. Both of my, actually all three of my children would live solely on cheese if I let them to the extent where I have long considered saying that we are going dairy free for a week to see if I could just destroy their lives. Um, but I don't think I would survive the week. So anyways, yeah. what's your house I like? I um, well, I don't have a, a cute travel analogy. Um, my husband and I are both engineers. Um, I am currently on extended leave um, staying at home with our absolutely precious 13-month-old daughter. And um, you can't compliment you make them. that noise? You can't compliment them. I can't compliment her? You're sucking up to her. Oh, well, listen to she this might one listen day, to this one day. And you're sucking up to her, and I, I'm not sucking up to my son, which means that he's going to hate me. <laughs> probably not statistically <laughs> i think mothers have better relationships when they're teenagers with their mothers than uh daughters do but we'll just have to see how that goes yeah yours um, is already a teenager oh she is she does have some um some strong personality traits and <laughs> strong. um yeah she does um, but I'm an environmental engineer. I am currently on leave, uh, cosplaying as a stay-at-home mom. I think the <laughs> outfits are better than most of the cosplays that I've done throughout my cosplaying career. Um, yeah, you really got it down. The food, the food could be better, but I take that personally because that's my responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I think about that all the time. I'm like, man, I don't want to eat this for dinner. I am the one that cooked it, but I don't want to. <laughs> I I just am in this like mode right now where I'm like trying to snack and eat lunches with her because we're trying to build a positive, healthy relationship with food. And sometimes I just look at it and I'm like, I mean, there's some chips in the pantry. What if we just ate that instead? Yeah. So we're working on it. 
we're eating our fruits and our vegetables. And you have a dog. I forgot about the animals. I have, you have a dog and I have four chickens and two cats. Accurate. Wow. (laughs) So overall, how many living beings are in your family as opposed to my family of four? Well, we have- Counting the dog. We have six outside beings because, yes, our cats live outside. No, I don't want to hear from animal rights activists. They opted to go outside. They used to live in the house. And then they They just didn't want to anymore because there were so many children. Yes, they fled the children voluntarily. And it was so funny. Our neighbor was like, please bring them inside when we had those really cold days before Christmas. And we did. We brought both cats inside and tried to warm them up and if my sons either of them tried to approach them they would immediately run back outside so like we had to corral the children away from the cats so that we could warm them up and I was like my neighbor just kept being like I'll bring them inside if you don't want to and I'm like no I want to they abandoned me I want them (laughs) to live inside they abandoned me but there's six of them and five of us so there's 11 but in march we're getting two beehives and those are like hundreds and hundreds so we're exponentially (laughs) growing our family can you please (laughs) can you please make it like a formal announcement like our family is growing by instead of like two tiny feet (laughs) 3,786 legs. <laughs> I did ask why. Um, I did ask if there's a way to know how many bees are in the hive. I knew the answer was going to be no, but I just thought I would ask. And my husband looked at me like I'd grown another head and was like, you do understand that no one counts bees in a beehive. And I was like, I don't feel like that's a fair assessment because somewhere. I feel like you could definitely count. Even if it was just by weight, you could get a rough average on how many bees you have in your hive if you yeah, like I, weigh it at the same time every season so that you're not also accounting for the weight of honey you know yeah I built the frames he built the hives and I built the frames that catch the honey that they build the honey in I was building those this weekend which is really ironic because he likes to say that the chickens are my outside thing and the bees are his but he built the chicken coop and I built the frames in the hives so That's we're very supportive teamwork. of each other's outside things. That's a lot of bees, though. I guess I didn't realize how many you were going to have. Yeah, we're having two hives. We learned that in the state of Tennessee, where I live, you live in Arkansas, I live in Tennessee. Um, in the state of Tennessee, where I live, if you have 15 hives, then um, the government will give you money to support your hives. And I was like, That's let's do it. a lot of hives, it. though. <laughs> no. <laughs> so much. We have, it's a lot of work to harvest honey. We have some good friends um, here locally that have hives. And I think they have four or five hives. Um, And it is just a lot of work, like entire weekends of like honey harvesting. Yeah, we're thinking that what we will do. So like the first year you don't really harvest honey. Um, I need to read the Beekeeping for Dummies book again because it's been a couple years. 
because uh, we've had this idea since like we got together so it's Did a good five years beekeeping for dummies hey i also have gardening for dummies and i had an excellent banging garden this year the the for dummies books are textbooks i need I feeding them. a toddler for dummies is that one I, does that one exist i'm pretty sure that one's on instagram <laughs> yeah there's there's a couple good accounts out there all hail sure. instagram for teaching me how to feed my children well, there we go. There we go. So do you want to do your um, feel for why we named it Matching Mom Jeans? Oh, my goodness. Yes. So I guess we didn't say yet, but you and I are identical twins. Yes, we are. I was we there. Are. <laughs> I'm actually the copy. For anyone who wants to know this, this is a relevant piece like of information. Whenever people I like- am the copy. Whenever people approach twins, they do that. People awkwardly ask. People have yep. always asked me which one of us came first. You're twin A and I'm twin B. <laughs> so strange. Like, that's but not you're something really, I would think to ask. You're really lucky because a lot of twins don't know the explanation, but we do know. I have had genetic testing and I had Mayo Clinic tell me that you are the copy. <laughs> and then well. they made me do a psyche eval to see how I felt about being the copy. <laughs> I this is not this is not the same way, but I am listening right now to Prince Harry's book Spare. Aww, spare. I want to listen. He is talking sad. in the first couple chapters about how it's like his entire life people actually referred to him as Spare. Yeah, my and- mother-in-law called our oldest the heir. And then my stepson and then calls mine the spare. And I was like, you're going to have to stop that. I was like, that drives me bonkers. That's not okay. The way he describes it, it's not coming from a place of like emotion or neglect or anything like that. Like his, his position in the royal house was like secured because he was the spare. And- about how he's like, you know, it's not that bad to be third in the line for the throne. You know, like all these, it's just wild. I guess that's the way true. that he talks about it. It's very British. So it's pressure. very, very British. Yeah. He reads it, right? Yes. That's why I'm Can't listening to, to the audio book. <laughs> Did I, I say was that with too much enthusiasm? I was going to get it on Kindle, but we're definitely going to have to get the audio book now. I was washing dishes the other day after a, a particularly difficult day, and I was like, I don't know, I think I'm just gonna listen to my audiobook for a little bit. And, and Jake's like, You've had such a tough day that you you need to listen to Prince Harry tell you about his life. <laughs> and I was like, You know what? There's just something comforting about a British accent. Yeah, we used to make fun of my husband because when he speaks Spanish, he drops his voice like two octaves. And we've been trying to ask him questions about, like, why he does that. Because when I speak Spanish, I go up an octave um, and he goes down. But uh, there are some days where I'm like, can you just say something in Spanish in a nice calming tone, please? <laughs> so nice, I feel like calming, a nice relaxed tone. That's like the, um, ooh, this is a controversial topic. The Harry Potter audiobooks. Um those have that beautiful British man's voice as well. And I... Not me trying love. to figure out why that's a controversial topic. We'll have to save that for another day. We'll save that for another day. 
I will explain I don't know it why to that you. would be controversial. Yeah, I'll someone, explain it to you. Someone text me that information and also maybe a link to the article because I'd love to read that. Um, so <laughs> it's not we are identical twins. That's where we yes, were going we with this. We are this also a, that was the road. Not exactly linear thinkers. <laughs> nope. In case you were wondering, um, if you made it this far, you are not wondering that. Um, but we are identical twins, and um, both mothers in the last couple years. You've been a mother for longer than I have been. Um, but I just recently joined the club and um, we have the same genetic code and we were raised in the same household. However, even as identical twins, our theoretical metaphorical mom genes might match, but the way we do motherhood doesn't necessarily. And I think that's pretty cool. I think it gives us a unique perspective. It's uh, not the jeans. It's how you wear them. And in my case, I don't wear jeans ever. <laughs> ever. I actually am trying to prepare for, you know, the standard mom consignment sale, uh, packing up all of my stuff. And I can't bring myself to get rid of my two maternity jeans because I'm like, these are the only jeans I wear. They're the most comfortable. The most comfortable. I hated maternity jeans so there you really? go classic iconic example of you and i not agreeing on something why did you hate maternity jeans this is very sad for me to hear they would so i don't have i don't have hips like i don't have oh hip yeah they are made for the wide and it just felt hip. like i was toothpaste being squeezed out of the tube because oh. there was nothing to actually hold them on me see yeah Even with the just- belly and my belly was up really high, not really low. It was a whole thing. And I was ginormous. Yeah, so when I, was I went to go get a manicure or a pedicure while I was pregnant. And a woman who is, I want to say that she's Thai. I'm not sure. I've asked her before and I think she said Thai. But she um, goes, you're having a boy. And I was like, what? And she was like, boys are lower. And I was like, oh, I've heard that. But like you were correct immediately. But then I saw your belly a couple months later and I was like, whoa, there is an actual difference. Like, I don't understand what the logic of that is. But your belly was like up under your yeah, like rib cage. Little I would have foot, my daughter, um, you could literally see her toes between my ribs at one point. Nope. It's a wild and crazy thing. No, thank you. But anyway, this is the Matching Mom Jeans podcast. You have such an official voice. I like it. Thanks. I like your voice too. If I say it, I'm like, this is the Matching Mom Jeans podcast. Welcome to Nicole and Shelby talk a bunch of crap. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad either. It's It's a viable option. It's really good. We can totally do it. However, uh, for our introductory, we are going to have to go because uh, it's nap time at my house and it's the end of nap time at your house. Yep. Yep. Nap time is wrapping up. So I will uh, see you on probably 20 minutes. (laughs) We will add, figure out how to end episodes to our to-do list. Yeah. And work on I'm going to go with K-bye. K-bye. <laughs>